0: 98.5, 80s, 90s. And now, thanks for listening. It's Tad, Trex, and Kara. And who do we have here on the phone? Hi, it's Brian Kemp. Hi, Brian Kemp. Thank you so much for calling. Governor Brian Kemp, come on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm curious, uh, Jarrett, Lucy, and Amy, your three daughters, I mean, what do they give the governor of the state of Georgia for Father's Day? No kidding.
1: Oh, man. (laughs) We were just uh, hoping for a quiet weekend for
0: once. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of uh, disturbing to get the news this morning that we're at the same place we were in April in terms of numbers of cases, that it's with younger people, maybe not heeding the call to socially distance, wear masks, wash your hands.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't really use the word disturbing. We're in a much better place than we were at our last peak. We actually like. We don't like that we're seeing the cases, obviously, and our hospitalizations going up, but compared to some other places we're doing really well, our positivity rate seems to be holding fairly steady. Our hospitalizations have, have inched up just a little bit, and if people will remember, these are all things that Dr. Toomey and I both said were going to happen when we start reopening Georgia. What mm-hmm. is much different the hospitals are faring much better than they were, even ones where, you know, we may have a little hot spot going on that, that are very busy. The uh, REMdesivir medication is working, the plasma treatments they're doing are working, the severity of the patients they're seeing are not as bad as they were and they're much younger. Grady put out a note today that their hospitalizations have inched up, but the age group had dropped down. And I think this is really what we need to be talking about right now. Is our younger people, even though if they're not medically fragile, they're they're holding their own against the virus, they may not even know they have it until they get tested. You know, they can spread the disease to a parent, grandparent, a neighbor that may be that medically fragile person. That's what we've got to continue to make them aware of, which is why it's smart. If they're in public to wear a mask, if they're going out to bars, you know, don't congregate right next to somebody. Try to keep your group spread out from other groups, you know, try to go to outside. Amazingly enough, we're not seeing a real uptick from the protest, and we think it's because people were moving, and most of them were outside.
0: Now, Governor Kemp, you talk about some other states uh, uh, having issues, and one of them is our neighbor in North Carolina, where I believe the governor there said masks are going to be mandatory, and I got to thinking, like, you know, three months into a pandemic, making masks mandatory, I mean, isn't that like bringing birth control to a baby shower?
1: (laughs) Yeah, look, I mean, look, the mask thing is very tough. You know, we have regulations for masks and barbershops and salons, restaurants, which I'd love to get rid of, but I think it's prudent for us to do that right now based on what Dr. T is telling me that we're finding through the contact tracing. But trying to get the general public to do that, first of all, who's going to force it and enforce it? I mean, we've got enough policing problems right now trying to keep people from getting shot and getting their property stolen. You know, do we really want our law enforcement people running around writing people tickets for, you know, not wearing a mask or not? I think the public would revolt on that. Mm -hmm. I personally think people need to take individual responsibility.
0: Continuing with Governor Brian Kemp and the big question. So, Governor Kemp, I know everybody was really excited to hear that baseball is going to be hopefully coming back next month. And they said that each state is going to have to make the call on if fans can be in the stands. So, are we going to be able to watch our Bravos at Truist?
1: Well, we've already made that call. Uh, A lot of people don't realize that, but I believe it was my last executive order that we put out. We gave uh, major sports franchises and other sports teams and leagues, whether it's professional baseball, soccer, football, um, you know college football with the SEC uh, high schools, uh, you know as long as they're following the guidance from their league rules, they have got experts that they're working with just like we have at the state. I'm very confident in them coming up with plans to take care of their folks and what they're going to do with fans and I'm, I'm comfortable with that.
0: Governor Brian Kemp on the phone I on have one more item on the agenda. Um, you had uh, mentioned you're that breaking up. You're breaking uh, up. you you had mentioned Hello? that you don't <laughs> you don't want the police going around writing people tickets for not wearing a mask, right? So my question is like Hypothetically, if somebody had a, a ticket for allegedly driving around with a registration that had lapsed and had a court date in early April, that obviously the courts were closed. And why muck up the courts at that time? Is that something that you could take care of for that person oh just with a phone well, call? You
1: know, it, I would I would say that we probably need to add a late fee to that person. Ah. We are hurting on revenue, as you know, with this down economy, and I, I think yes. that individual should should pay more to help his local and state government out. And as you know that money that money for that ticket will go to the local government. If you could
0: just, I I don't want to have to do Mad Libs with you. If you could just repeat after me, this is Governor Brian Kemp. Please expunge Tad Lemire's ticket. That'll be it. Then we can then let you go.
1: <laughs> Y'all have a great day. <laughs>